maybe getting a little clearer on what this idea is so you can be even 5% or 10% more intentional about keeping those two things separate. Hi, my name is Gabriella Denry, MD for Doc Working, the Whole Physician Podcast. And I'm joined today with co-lead master coach, Jill Farmer. And today we're going to talk about what is called contaminated time. And so Jill, this is something that you talk about a lot. And it's a term that I think from what I understand is actually fairly recent in kind of the time stress management field. What is contaminated time? And the next question is, what can someone do about it? Yeah, exactly. I first learned about this term contaminated time from Bridget Schulte, who is a New York Times bestselling author and former Pulitzer Prize winning journalist, um, somebody I know and like a lot. In her book, Overwhelmed from a few years ago, she, I think, coined the term contaminated time. And it was referring simply to this idea that often when we're at work, our time is contaminated by worries and thoughts and energy and attention and focus going to things outside of work that sort of disrupt our workflow. And then also when we are outside of work, living our life at home or wherever we are outside of work, that often that time is contaminated by worries, thoughts, disruptions of things happening at work. And productivity experts tell us that Europeans particularly tend to be better at uncontaminated time where when you're at work, you're at work. And when you're at home, you're at home. And that even though we might think, well, they're just not working as much or thinking through things, actually their productivity is higher. And so that this idea of often letting those two things of work and home get intermingled with each other doesn't always serve us particularly well. That doesn't mean you're supposed to like have these perfect blocks of robot-like living where I never think about anything to do with home or my kids or life at work or the opposite. It's just maybe getting a little clearer on what this idea is so you can be even 5% or 10% more intentional about keeping those two things separate. To your second question, what do we do about it? Understanding the concept of contaminated time, I think is just really helpful. It's like, oh yeah, there's my brain going off, worrying about losing focus. I got to restart again. So understanding that concept is number one. And then number two for me is just, if I'm doing work and my mind's off, then jumping ahead, thinking about something going on with my parents' health or my kids or this argument I had with a neighbor or whatever else it is, I ask myself, okay, do I need to write down a task, an idea, anything down right now so I can deal with this later when I'm not working. And if I do, I just grab my phone, the notes section of my phone or a little notebook I keep in my purse and I write it down. And then I give myself permission to come back to the present moment. Same thing if I'm enjoying time with my family in the evenings, or I'm taking a walk or doing something else. And my mind starts to shift to work stuff and my energy and time and focus gets lost. I grab that same little notebook and a note section of my phone and say, is there a task or an idea that I want to capture or hold on to later when I'm working. And then I kind of take a deep breath and allow myself to let it go. So those are the definition of contaminated time in two ways that I play with it. What do you think of when you hear all that stuff about it? Well, it brings to mind a good friend of mine who was a professional social worker working actively, very busy, very busy family life, very busy work life, who said that, you know, what I do to decontaminate, if you will, is to 
on her autoresponder, she says very clearly, I do not respond to emails on Saturdays or Sundays. I don't look at social media on Saturdays and Sundays. And so she did carve out a specific time and a specific schedule and a specific strategy, really, to really stop the leaking between work and home or, oh, let me catch up on an email here. I'm falling a little behind. Oh, I'm just going to do an hour. I'm just going to do 20 minutes, whatever. As you said, it's not just the time or the action or the activity. It's a thought. And the thought that takes us away from the here and now, focusing on time with family, for example, focusing on time with friends, focusing on listening to a good piece of music. If I have my earplugs in my ear and I'm dancing to something, next thing you know, I have a work-related thought pop in my head. Ah, <laughs> it kind of takes away from the joy. So let me not do that to myself. In the meantime, as you said, it's not rigid, it's not robotic, but it's conscious, it's deliberate. It's something that you have to plan. You have to put in there saying, okay, I'm going to unplug literally and get into the habit of unplugging and creating that space for myself where I'm not contaminating my time. Is that what you find? That it takes a little time to get used to get into that habit of saying, nope, this time is specifically for this thing and nothing else. Yeah, I think it does. And, you know, we wail and gnash our teeth at this electronic world we live in and having access to emails in our pocket at all times on our phone and all those kinds of things. And I don't find it particularly helpful to, again, wail and gnash my teeth at the reality. And that reality means I do need to take some different steps, as you said, and create some boundaries. Don't have to be rigid walls and, you know, where you're a warrior off to war against it, but it's just intention. Oh yeah. I'm going to be intentional. I love that about my time off work and communicating that I don't respond to emails and that you can't just expect to reach out to me and talk work stuff 24 seven when we're outside of that boundary. That's beautiful. Being intentional about the leaking, as you said, and understanding contaminated time, and then giving ourselves just a little bit of a pressure release valve so that we don't have to think, oh, I don't want to forget that tomorrow or I want to remember that later. Just jot it down, have a safe little container of someplace to jot it down, hold on to it. And then it feels more free to be back in the present moment. Because that's really what we're inviting you to do with this idea is to come back to the present moment, because that's where you can be at your most peaceful and productive at the same time. Thanks all of you for joining in and listening to us. We love having you here. Tell your friends about us. Until next time, I'm Jill Farmer on Doc Working the Whole Physician Podcast. At Doc Working, we're here to help you maximize your potential on your own terms and help you live your best life. Top executives, athletes, actors, all achieve greatness with the support of professional coaches. As a healthcare professional, you deserve ongoing coaching towards success in your career and in your life outside of work, helping you to balance and integrate work and life in the personalized way that is specific to you. At Doc Working, your success is defined by you, and our coaching programs help accelerate your path to get you there. And since our programs come with CME credit, you can let your CME budget help you to prioritize your own well-being. Please check us out at docworking.com. And until next time, thank you for listening to Doc Working, the whole physician podcast.